All right, Chime, here we go, buddy. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Happy Monday. Not happy for people who wanted to uh, bet the Celtics last night. Not happy for Celtics fans after a pretty messy, pretty ugly NBA Finals game two shime time. I thought there was a schedule loss somewhere in these first two games uh, against the Warriors. And, uh, boy, we got it last night after a atrocious, atrocious third quarter by your Celtics. Yeah, that was an <laughs> ugly, ugly third quarter last night. Yeah. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Like, you, they needed to be better, and they just weren't. And you were right about that one. We were on opposite sides there. You got the the better side of that one, uh, unfortunately. But uh, luckily, a few of the props bailed us out a little bit, so I was okay with it. Yeah, I, I got it right, but I didn't do anything good with it. You know, it's, you're not going to crush every game, unfortunately. Uh, and my idea was to do some Clay Thompson props, and they just didn't get home. Like he yeah. did not. He sucks. He he's not played well in this series. You know, ESPN did a big conversation today about him as a role player, and he's going to have to be better if they're going to win the series. And and I would agree. I I guess I thought. I thought he was all the way back from injury shine, but watching his first two games, like it's it's just Steph and and he's got some Jordan Poole help last night, but it's really it's really just him. And so those did not get home. Uh, Draymond, I don't think I got a re- the rebounding prop home, the one you talked about that I included in the same game parlay. So that did not work. What did you have that worked for you uh, from the prop suits? Uh, so I got Jalen, or J- sorry, not Jalen, Jason Tatum over 26 and a half. That was an easy cash. Yep. Steph Curry over four and a half threes. That cashed. Oh, the bonus one on DK. Yes, we had yes. that. Nice job. Good call Which there. was good there. Uh, Tatum under on assists also cashed, uh, which was nice. Uh, and uh, and then I believe uh, that was it because I missed the first quarter Golden State minus one and a half by a single point. So yeah, it's weird. This happened a lot during the playoffs, and it, uh, Darren Ravel wrote about it actually for the Action Network a couple weeks ago. That a lot of these blowouts in the in the postseason shine. We saw them in the regular season. It just happens in the NBA. Yep. But it was screwing the prop market because guys were not playing an entire game, and it happened. Last night, like the starters didn't play in the fourth quarter. My big prediction on Aaron Neesmith having an impact in this series, he sure did. He played that entire fourth quarter because the game was a blowout. <laughs> like, and so uh, the prop market, you go into thinking, well, he's going to play X amount of minutes because it'll be competitive, and it's not competitive, and they just went to the benches in the fourth. So I, I saw this morning where that uh, I think it was FanDuel had offered a prop where if both Curry and Tatum went over 30 points. It was 4-5-1. to five to one. Both guys were trending there and then sat the entire fourth quarter. So that that's a tough one. And if you had prop bets that were tied into guys and, and stats last night that got screwed in the fourth, trust me, you were not the only one. You don't expect to see blowouts like that in the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's a, and it's a bummer, too, because I thought the Celtics team was really kind of had their crap together. I thought they were ready to really kind of show the Golden State Warriors uh, who is the new dog in town, and that was not the case in Game 2. They still might, but they did not last night. That is Correct. for sure. So now they'll have a couple of days off. We won't play again until Wednesday. I'll have a Wednesday-Friday set up here with the games uh, at the Garden. Uh, Celtics open as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and uh, there's been some early betting, not a lot of it, and it stayed basically three-and-a-half. Uh, 61% of the money early on is on Celtics, minus the three-and-a-half shine. 70% of the money, not a huge surprise, on the Warriors at plus 140 on the money line. That has stayed there. Uh, there's been some money on the under early on, 61%. That number has moved down uh, a little bit. I'm seeing it 212 or 212-and-a-half, and, and I, I think – we both thought it would be going to be a longer series coming into it, and last night basically guaranteed us that we're not going to have a sweep. Uh, I don't think any team's going to win uh, the next three. 
I like to see it going six or seven. And if you're a Celtics fan, you got game six in your building, you should be circling that as your best chance to win uh, Banner 18 this year. Is game six in your building. Celtics and six is the best route for the season. Well, if that's the case, Mutt, I uh, had Celtics and six, and <laughs> that sure would do. be yep. amazing for me, let me tell you. Yep. So uh, I, uh, I'm hoping that's the case, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, any early thoughts here, Shime? It's not like we have the game tomorrow. The game is not until Wednesday. We still have the fresh memory of a terrible third quarter last night. Uh, in our mind, uh, I don't think there's any injury concerns coming out of the game, so they fly home, get rested, and get in time, uh, get set for Wednesday night, uh, 9 o'clock or so there at the Garden. Any early thoughts on what you want to see, what you're thinking about betting for Game 3? Uh, so my, my my thoughts originally here are that the Celtics don't lose back-to-backs. It's basically what I'm going. They're 7-0 in the playoffs on back-to-backs. Print the T-shirts. Since January 1st, they're, uh, I believe it's, what, 12-0? Off back to backs, so like I, I just, I don't think they're gonna lose it. I, I think I think they'll win Game Three, and that's just kind of the way this team plays. It's so hit or miss. It's stupid, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm leaning that way. You know, 48 hours out, and, and certainly have a, a chance to to fine tune the thoughts. I, I do wonder about last night with the officiating. What kind of impact it has going forward in the series, right? The entire world yeah. is talking about Draymond Green getting the early technical, and I, I did not know this, and, and God forbid I give Nick Wright credit for anything, but apparently Nick Wright has been saying this all playoffs, that Draymond gets technicals early on purpose, like gets the officials to cut, get him for a tee early because he knows they're not going to throw him out of a playoff game. That's so dumb. And, I, and so that I had I, know, I lost. I it was it was my lead today on the Greg Hill show because they were talking to Steve Javi, the rules oh, expert, so and he's like, "Yeah, you have to take into consideration that he has a technical here." I go, "No, you don't. <laughs> you are a referee. You enforce the letter of the law. No matter what, it doesn't. Ma- I don't care if a guy has a, a, a tech or not. It's like if a referee in soccer decided just because Cristiano Ronaldo has a yellow." Card, I'm not going to give him a second one. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense, especially if it has been happening the way Nick Wright says it's been happening. So he's been goading the officials into tees and then having his way with what the last night was Jalen Brown and the opposing team from there. He's basically calling their bluff like, dude, you're not going to throw me out. And certainly now in an NBA Finals game, they don't want to throw anybody out. So it's human nature, but you're right. It's so stupid that they're basically admitting Steve Javi last night, that asinine clip where he's admitting they they should call the game differently. Well, then start them all with one technical. Yeah, take the say, let's do well, that then way. What's the point of anybody even fouling out? Well, I don't like it. It just makes no sense to me. <laughs> this is and and by the way, is, without the that, the Celtics did not lose because of that. No, no, but no, it was a and byproduct. A hundred percent agree. They did okay. not lose because of the the officiating in this game. Not at all. But it, it it is an overarching issue with the NBA and why a lot of casual fans won't become diehard NBA fans because they see this and go. Why the hell would I want to watch a game where it's basically rigged and they're trying to get it to play out to seven games so that the NBA can make as much money as possible? It, it's it's mind-boggling. So my early Galaxy Brain thought is that the, the Celtics can get some whistles early in that game 100%. Uh, to sort of help them out. I think it's, it's just human nature. We'll know the officials Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock. And we've seen the clip now. I mean, forget just the technicals. But you know, Draymond Green makes like Sam Gash at one point. He's blocking out. You know, Celtic uh, offensive player or defensive literally players. looked so, like a fullback. Yeah, it was. It was, and it's just sort of silly. I think that narr- these narratives. You know, this is talk radio stuff, but I think it can affect the gambling. That's why I bring it up. I know everyone's. We'll talk about it tonight on my show. You guys talked about it today. The officiating feels like the next topic for the forty-eight hours. But the gambling aspect, Shime, is that I think human nature will be. All uh, right, let's. If they're not told to give the Celtics calls early. 
the Celtics are going to get calls early in this game. So I don't know if that means I'll, I'll play more active in the first half of this game maybe, but I think it can't it can't, can't hurt. Let me say that, Johnny. It's not going to hurt the Celtics' chances on Wednesday. Yeah, I completely agree. So that's my early thought. I have no early player prop thoughts, uh, no total, total thoughts early, but I'd be leaning Celtics and, and would not be – would not be surprised if they get um, get some calls early on that game to make good for the Draymond Green stuff last night, and if they if they get an early technical on Draymond Green uh, to see if they kind of like to play play chicken with him on that. So that's an early sort of you know seventy hours out uh, from Game Three. Anything else from last night shine that uh, you want to mention or could factor into what you want to do in Game Three in the finals going forward? Uh, no, I mean, I think there needs to be some course correction with the Celtics, like Al Horford having, what, two oh, points, Marcus Smart having no two points. No points at halftime, yeah. If those numbers, if their point total numbers come way down because of that, I, I, may, I may bet those just because there has to be some course correct. But outside of that, I mean, there's just not a whole lot to glean from last night's game. There really isn't. And my good news for you folks, you missed out on Marcus Smart's 40-1 to in the MVP. It's back. <laughs> you want to jump back in after two games. You can have Marcus Smart at about 40-50-1 to to win the MVP. He was as low as 18-1 to uh, before that game yesterday. Uh, meanwhile, as the Celtics uh, were playing, we already had at that point the NHL Stanley Cup final in the rear view. And I want to give myself credit for talking to you out of a bet, Sean. Thank How about you. that? How about that? I texted you immediately, and I said, thank you, you so much for ta- you talking did. me out of this. The Lightning scored with 30 seconds left on the clock to uh, take the lead 3-2. to two. That game was not going over at that point. It was set at 5, and uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't bet it. You know what? You were right, Mutt. When, you hesi- when you're hesitant about a pick, just don't make the pick. You don't have to make a pick, and that's what we did yesterday, and I'm glad we did that. So we, And you, good for you, too. Well, you so got well, in on the, on the Lightning train. We're back. It was annoying because I, I, I got the Lightning bet in. But for whatever reason, maybe they only do it maybe because there were games going on Sunday at some point. But I, I couldn't make the playoff bet I wanted to make for the, the Phillies. But I was able to get the Lightning bet in, and had it. Uh, we, so it was two to one. It's well below that right now. And I told you, I'm riding with the Lightning on this. I saw that goal. I saw we get. I I I, I could I could feel you weren't confident in the pick. We talked you out of it, but I'm still confident in your opinion on the series. Does yeah, that, that was sense? that was a remarkable game too. I don't know if you oh, watched yeah. it at all because like. Rangers get up 2 nothing. I'm like, oh, the Lightning are cooked. This is done. Like, we're, we're done. And then, sure enough, slowly nope. but surely, Nikita Kucherov scores. The they battle back. They end up winning the game. I have to say, it was the best game the Lightning have played all series. They, they, they shot the puck like 50 times. They had more urgency than I've ever seen them have so far in the last three games. And, and Vasilevsky actually looked good for, for a change. So, um, you know, I, I, think, I think the Lightning have a shot to even the series up. Uh, tomorrow night, but uh, we'll get we'll get to that tomorrow when we get there. It is tomorrow night, right? Yeah, uh, Rangers Lightning is tomorrow night. Tonight we have Avalanche Oilers. Yeah, I'm looking at it's a, I don't know. It's labeled as a Wednesday. Uh, it says three ten in the afternoon. I don't think they're playing. Are they playing a Stanley Cup game in the afternoon on Wednesday? No, it is tomorrow at eight oh seven. Yeah, that's that's weird. Um, yeah, they're plus. Yeah, they're down at plus 120 right now. So I got it at 210. It was plus 210 yesterday. Well done, Mutt. Good job. Told you, man. I had faith. I had faith. All right, Western Conference tonight. Um, it's, you know, if you want to bet the Avalanche to win the series, good news, you can. They're only minus 5,000 uh, to win the series now, Sean. You get only. Edmonton at, uh, you know, at, uh, basically two, uh, 20 to 1 at this point, or plus 2,000. What uh, what do you want to do tonight, Sean? What's the play? Over? Uh, bet the over? No, no, no. I'm just going to go Avalanche minus 1.5 on the puck line here, plus 170. They're closing out the series. The series is done. Edmonton gave everything they had in that game three, and it wasn't enough. Uh, Colorado's going to win this series. Tonight, they're going to sweep this for the second time in the playoffs. They're going to sweep a series, and they are going to have quite a long wait 
until the Stanley Cup once again. Uh, they have, I got to tell you, Colorado's just been resting up left and right, and this it's going to continue after tonight. Uh, look forward to that tonight. We get that, uh, get late Red Sox baseball as well. We had Rich Hill uh, go for five strikeouts yesterday, so we went well over his three-and-a-half prop. I have not done the deep dive yet on the baseball shine. We'll have to do that uh, as I do game prep for tonight on the Red Sox radio network. So my, my, your Red Sox pick will be in Mutt's big bet tonight. It's Sox just, also I, cashed not... on the plus uh, half a run through five innings last night. So oh, beautiful. Big win for Shine. By the well. way, they're, they're tied for a wild card spot now. Love that. Look at that. I know, they overtook the Angels, didn't they, uh, for the third wild card uh, spot? Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, I believe so. Yes, you're right. And then they're they get the, the speaking of, they get the Angels tonight, who are all week. who have lost 11 straight games. All week. Noah Syndergaard on the mound tonight. And again, I looked at him very quickly, but there's nothing that stood out in terms of matchups or anything there. But we'll have some sort of player pop. Uh, as part of Mutt's Big Bet tonight on the Red Sox Network, uh, the golf was boring. Stupid Billy Horschel. Yeah, just, just would not. He and I that I, eagle I, on fifteen. By the way, yikes. Well, it was and it was so teasing too. So I, I said to you, like, just go out and get a bogey on the first hole, and you'll just feel like okay, it start it'll start to crumble because he's a very emotional player. And I thought, well, if he bogeys early or something happens behind him in the field, and really no one made. A great run. Max Cam Homa Smith did. had like a plus five day. He was he was bad yesterday. Homa made his run, but then he went five under on the front and then immediately double bogeyed 10. So it took him out of contention. And he made a little bit of a run, and Aaron Wise is okay, but it just wasn't big. But go back to the first hole for a second. You know, he's got a shot out of the bunker, and he's sitting there, and they're like, well, immediately Wise is going to be uh, getting a couple putts for par. And I thought, if he gets a bad shot out of the bunker here, you know, you're really going to get a good look. And immediately stripes it out of the bunker to about six feet, gets his par, and that was it. He was off and running, and they just didn't flinch from there. So it was boring. Uh, we'll have one more event this week. Then we have the U.S. Open next week. Hannibal is already booked for next Wednesday. Hannibal is going to be good it. to I'm go. I'm so excited. On the podcast next Wednesday. Yeah, you guys missed Ryan Hannibal uh, as part of the, was it the PGA? Yeah, yes. PGA Championship. Yep. He put us on some awesome, awesome long shots that were really in contention all freaking weekend. Uh, he launched his own podcast uh, with some some golfing, uh, uh, not golf experts, but guys in the PGA Tour he talks with uh, every week. He had Tom Hogue last week. He's got another one up there today. So Hannibal is already booked, so we got that next week. We got the Belmont Stakes this week, Shine. We'll have I our buddy Dick Girardi on Thursday. I think either a larger one episode or it'll be two episodes, Thursday and or Friday for Belmont okay, Stakes. Oh, cool. hell yeah. Uh, anything else? No, I think that, uh, that does it for today, Mutt. I mean, you know, quick and easy – out the gate here, Celtic stunk. Uh, Prince of Pucks, good job not betting. Tampa Bay is back in it, and we go again tonight. And I'm just, uh, I, I'm working on some, some, some more bad news on mass sports betting, but I'm, I'm still working on it. But I, I think we may be ranting about something later on this week. Yeah, that sounds like a Wednesday thing, <laughs> pre-Celtics. <laughs> All right, uh, we ask you to please, please help out the show. You can log on and subscribe. You're listening to where we listen to it right now. You can subscribe right there, by the way, whether it's iTunes, sure the Odyssey app. Uh, maybe click the link there on Twitter. Uh, you're on Spotify. It is simple. Just to whatever you're, li- wherever you're listening to it, Shime, you subscribe right there, and that's a huge help to us. Yeah, and every time we release an episode, every single day, by the way, this is a seven-day-a-week podcast, it'll end up right in your uh, inbox there. You can listen to us 15, 20 minutes of your day. Get all the get- best gambling advice you can get here in uh, the Boston area. Uh, we'll have baseball bet as part of Mutt's Big Bet. We'll have the hockey tonight, and then obviously hockey is going to keep on going here. Uh, like you said, the, the Avalanche are going to sit around and wait a while here, uh, it feels like, for the Eastern Conference. That feels like seven games. Win or lose on the Lightning two, play, you know, plus 210, it feels like we're going to be waiting six, six or seven games here in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, it looks like the two home teams are just going to dominate at home, and it's going to come down to Game 7 in New York. Hopefully that's exactly what it is, and the Lightning show up.
Uh, and I did fix your ball mark on the third hole yesterday. Thank you. At, I appreciate uh, Chelsea that. Country Club. I left a crater cute. there. I mean, that's a, that's a good shot, though. Yeah. Not bad. It was, it was a bit of a moonshot, but I stuck it right there on the green. So Not a happy. bad little track shine. I like that. We have to get over there, man. That's a fi- I like that little course. Oh, I'd love to. It's a nice – it was clean. It was it was well kept. It was – I played nice early morning, too, so it was nice and cool. Uh, and, and there was nothing they could do about it, but it's just like pollen fog everywhere. So, uh, oh, you think my kids woke it up? Woke up today. You would have thought they slept in pollen. Yeah, you would. You would have thought they slept in pollen. Both the allergies cranked up. I was told the allergies were going away last week, but there is still uh, there's pollen everywhere. everywhere. Thankfully, I, I, they suffer from it. I don't know why I don't. At least th- this season has not been bad. But so they for are me, like, I oh. used to suffer horribly. Really, every like it was mud. It used to be like clockwork. Every like summer into fall and spring into summer, or like start of spring, I would get strep throat every every time the season really? changed. I would get strep throat like clockwork. And now I I feel nothing. It's amazing. Like every once in a while, my eyes will get a little itchy just because I have contacts, and so contacts and pollen not a great combo. But like I get no sniffles, no stuffiness, nothing. It's great. I feel I feel tremendous. Yeah, that was the only drawback last night because it was a little windy, and then today outside, so obviously it affected them the same. But they 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 bounce back. They're there, and the good news is. I had a, a bicep injury that I, I was still working through, but I swung the club a couple times last night. We're going to be good. Hell We're yeah. going to be okay. So we will, we'll be scheduling around here uh, very, very soon, of course, gambling uh, on said round. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right, Shine. Enjoy your Monday, buddy. We'll see what happens tonight with uh, Colorado and the Red Sox, and we'll talk tomorrow. Thank you, kid. Sounds good. Much see you.